Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dirty Blondes. This week, I'm going to continue on with the fetish series and go a little bit more into depth about discipline. So just a little recap for you. I covered domination and submission in episode 38. And last week in episode 39, I covered bondage. So this week, I'm going to cover discipline and punishment. So much like the terms kink and fetish, Discipline and punishment are often used interchangeably, but that's not the case in the world of BDSM. Discipline is when the dom sets the rules that a sub is expected to obey, and if the sub breaks the rules, discipline are the actions taken by the dom to teach and prevent the sub from making the mistakes again. So this is not an act of willful disobedience. Even though punishment can be used as a way of disciplining, Punishment is when a sub or a slave has been willfully disobedient and has knowingly disobeyed a command or did something incorrectly. In cases like these, punishment will be used to make sure that the sub is aware that disobedience has consequences. So basically what that means is discipline is to correct mistakes made and punishment is used to show consequences for disobedience. So similarly to the idea that I mentioned in BDSM 101 that all fetish are kinks, but not all kinks are fetishes. This is kind of the same way with all punishment is discipline, but not all discipline is punishment. With BDSM play, rules are typically made so a sub knows how they should behave so a dom isn't displeased. Rules can also be put into place to remind subs of their inferior status or for training purposes. As I've said in previous episodes, setting up rules is typically done during the negotiation stage when you're negotiating limits and contracts in the beginning of a dom-sub or just a BDSM relationship. When the rules are broken, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, punishment is often used as a means of discipline. Punishment can be physical, which would be done by either spanking or whipping or even body piercing Or it can be psychological, which could be done by erotic humiliation, which includes public nudity and golden showers. Now, if you listened to last week's episode, you heard me talk about predicament bondage, which is a type of bondage that's done to restrain a sub in an uncomfortable position or situation, and it forces them to experience pain or discomfort in opposing ways, which means they can be positioned in a certain way that can eventually be painful, but if they switch positions to relieve that pain, the new position can cause a different and new kind of pain. So say a sub was standing on their tippy toes and their calves got tired, and they wanted to rest their feet. Well, if the dom has some type of rope or weight or piercing or something, they could attach that maybe to a sub's nipples. So when they put their body weight down, it may make the rope move and put pressure on that area. So that's typically how predicament bondage works, where you're having two different types of sensations, or you're forced to kind of make a decision on which is less painful or which pain you would rather endure. But with predicament bondage, That can also involve a sub being restrained in one position that doesn't cause them any physical discomfort, but it can go hand in hand with the psychological and humiliation aspects of it. So a dom may have a sub standing in, say, the window of their house and, you know, in the front of their house. And the sub is standing there naked with slurs written all over their body, like whore or slut or whatever the case is. So 
that's a situation where it's not physically painful for them, but that goes hand in hand with the humiliation aspect of it. Now, the goal of discipline is to teach the sub how they should behave as well as the consequences that may arise as a result of breaking the rules of behavior. Being punished teaches the sub self-restraint and helps them become better subs. The punishment is generally related to the mistake and is generally proportionate to the severity and the frequency of the mistake. So an example I gave in a previous episode is a sub could be punished for speaking out of turn for the first time. So they may be silenced with a ball gag for a short period of time. But if the sub keeps making the same mistake, the dom may choose to silence them for the rest of the day. The dom may put them in isolation and have no contact with them so they can't talk at all. So it really just depends on the severity of the situation and how many times they make the mistake. Now, some subs have the option of choosing their own punishment. So for example, a sub may make a mistake and the dom selects different types of punishment like being caned or whipped a certain number of times, which would fall under physical punishment, or they can be paraded around in public nude or with a collar and a leash, which would fall under mental punishment. Now, punishments done to subs, even ones involving severe pain, should not be confused with sadomasochism. Remember, sadomasochism involves giving pain or torture to a sub for the sake of enjoyment. Punishment is considered a necessary evil in BDSM because without it, a sub may repeat mistakes and in turn would not be a good sub. So BDSM punishment is not forced and it's not abused. As I mentioned in many episodes before, everything in BDSM relationships is always consensual and should always work within the limits that you establish in the negotiating phase. So if your hard limit is being caned or being spanked even, then that would not be a punishment that your dom should use on you. So even though the point of punishment and discipline is to teach you to stop making mistakes and to teach you to be a better sub, you're not supposed to cross the boundaries of the hard limits and things that are off the table. So that's not the point of this. So everything should be consensual. And if your dom comes up with something that becomes a limit, then that needs to be renegotiated and put into a contract if that's where you're at in your relationship. So just remember, just because it's punishment, it doesn't mean that it is a hard limit. That's that's not that's not how you punish a sub. Also, punishment shouldn't be confused with BDSM training, which may involve giving pain just for increasing the endurance limit of a sub. And then other times, disciplining may avoid physical punishment altogether, and just a hard glance or a loud voice from the dom may be as effective. So this you typically see in more the daddy, dom, little girl kind of stuff. And contrary to punishments, disciplining may also involve positive reinforcement. So this includes rewarding the sub for good behavior. So maybe instead of them sleeping on the hard floor, they might be allowed to sleep in the bed. So it can also be used in that regard as well. As I was researching this episode, I found a blog post from a male dom who lived the lifestyle 24-7 with his submissive wife, and he went into their routines and rituals and rules, which I thought would be a really great guide to share with you all because 
he and his sub lived the lifestyle 24 seven and their setup would be pretty attainable for a lot of people with some pretty easy modifications. If that's something that you would want to start to entertain in your BDSM relationships. So first he went into their routines. So he basically went on to say routines are aspects of his subs disciplined lifestyle that are set out, discussed, tweaked as needed and have different levels of protocol depending on where they are and what they're doing. So some examples that he gave are that his sub must complete all of her daily chores before dinner. One hour each Saturday evening is set aside for open discussion of their relationship. She can make suggestions and voice her opinion, but he is the one that makes the final decisions. Dinner dishes must be done within half an hour at the end of the meal. The pet's food and medicine routine must be adhered to a strict schedule and dinner must be ready between 5.30 and 6.30. So these are routines that they have on an either daily or weekly basis. Now, rituals, he says, are more of a personal service to him and they're a little bit more intimate. So each day when he gets home from work, his sub will greet him with a mug of tea. His sub will give him a foot rub and they will both talk about each other's days while he unwinds. The sub will provide a weekly manicure and pedicure to him. If the dom is drinking something, then the glass should never be below a third full. Their bedroom must be prepared by 10 p.m. And when he gets up to start brushing his teeth, that's when the sub starts her bedtime routine. So again, these are daily or weekly rituals that they have as time together. So I've said this before in some of the previous BDSM episodes where there is a romance level to some of these things. So where they do talk about their relationship or she does cater to him in this case. So these are more intimate acts that you wouldn't necessarily do with someone who is just a physical relationship. And then the rules he has in place for her are she may never masturbate without his permission. He must be informed of any health issues immediately. The sub is to never drink more than one drink if they go out or more than two drinks if they stay home. The sub must be clean shaven at all times and the sub's computer time for non-business related work is limited to one hour. So these are rules obviously that work for them. Rules must be practical and specific and they shouldn't change that often. So while he has these rules and routines and rituals set up, he obviously also has punishment set in place. So in this case, punishments happen when the sub doesn't follow the rules or routines or rituals that he has put in place. So some of their punishments that they participate in is spanking with a hairbrush, corner time, which means that the sub would most likely have to be on her knees facing the corner, not speaking. In some cases, it can be standing. And in some cases, if the sub is kneeling, uh, the dom may have the sub kneel on rice too, depending on the severity of the situation. Speech restriction was another one. Clothespin on the tongue if she's being sassy. So those are all things that were agreed upon. So the rules, routines, rituals, and punishments were all agreed upon between the dom and the sub or husband and wife in this case. And it's something that helps keep their relationship in check and flows the way that they want to. And they've set 
realistic expectations for themselves and the lifestyle that they live. Now, obviously, if you live the lifestyle 24-7 and you want to start incorporating something like public nudity or public humiliation or things like that, that's taking it to a much different level. So that's why I wanted to give you guys this example because I think this is a great example of kind of a routine that you could start to incorporate if you wanted to dabble in a 24-7 lifestyle BDSM relationship. Because so many people think that you automatically have to go to the expert level and to these extreme levels of massive humiliation and punishment and all these things. And that's not really the case. This is a set of rules that are realistic, but you still have to follow them. Okay, so let's get into the different kinds of punishment. So some of the punishments that I'm going to mention aren't sexually based, and some might even seem kind of mediocre or dumb. Because, again, everyone kind of has this preconceived notion of the extremes in the BDSM world. So some of these are truly punishments that, you know, seem silly, but at least it's something that you can incorporate into your lifestyle if you want to. Okay, so the first type of punishment is restrictive or denial punishment. So restrictive punishments involve taking something away from your sub. So this can involve simple pleasures like forbidding them from watching their favorite TV show all the way to orgasm denial. Some other examples include removing phone or TV privileges, forbidding them not to eat their favorite foods, not being able to sleep in the same room as you, not make eye contact, chastity belts, an early bedtime, orgasm edging, denial of orgasms. So that could be a number of days or weeks or months, whatever you decide. Taking away the right to publicly speak for themselves, denying them attention or the right to see you, or just taking away anything that they enjoy or love for an extended period of time. And on the flip side of a sub being punished by not allowing to get sexual pleasure, whether it's orgasm denial or no sex or no masturbation, you could also flip it around and make the sub perform a sexual act that they don't typically enjoy like anal or facials. Now, I feel like facials would be one of mine because I hate doing them because I spend so much money on my lash extensions every couple of weeks. And I just don't let you just never know where it's going to shoot on your face. And I've definitely had issues in the past where I've gotten cum in my eyelashes and it's just such a bitch to get out and it just doesn't make them last as long. So I feel like that would definitely be one of mine. It's not that I'm like opposed to doing it. I just like, I try to avoid it at all costs. So (laughs) that definitely would be one of my punishments. I feel like. So the next type of punishments are called productive punishments. So these punishments are supposed to be productive for the dom and unpleasant for the sub. So some examples are having the sub clean the entire house while being dressed in bondage gear or corsets or heels. A dom could make the sub run an errand wearing a long coat with nothing underneath or have them run an errand wearing Benoit balls. They could do their daily routine around the house with a vibrating butt plug in, or a dom may ask for their sub to serve them dinner in the nude. 
physical punishment is something that kind of speaks for itself. It's often done by spanking or flogging or caning. So this is where impact play comes in. So an effective way to discipline with physical punishment is to have a sub count how many spankings that they encounter. So this becomes difficult as you increase the intensity of the spanking. So some examples of physical punishment can be wearing clothespins on a sensitive place, scheduling scheduling the sub a Brazilian wax, forcing a cold shower on them, forcing orgasms on them, washing their mouths out with soap, putting weights on their nipples or penis or testicles if you're a male sub, wearing an uncomfortable ball gag. There are some out there that are very uncomfortable. I had this one that was actually, it was to open your mouth instead of keeping your voice muffled. Um, So it was basically so you could like give a blowjob while your mouth was open. But my mouth is so small and this, I literally couldn't get this metal piece like in my mouth. It was so uncomfortable. I was afraid I was going to chip my teeth because it was so big. So that's something that like you could definitely use it to your advantage. I mentioned this before, you can kneel on uncooked rice for a while, which is very uncomfortable on your knees. And then if you're doing spanking or striking a person with some sort of tool, you can have a certain number of strikes to whatever you're using and then ask them to say thank you in between each one. So humiliation punishments are is the next one I'm going to go over. And humiliating punishments are supposed to be degrading and may include things like having your sub act like a piece of furniture or letting the dom write insults on their body. So what's humiliating varies from sub to sub. So this is something where you really need to know your sub. And this is kind of where that psychological aspect comes in because it's not just doing a certain action or task. You know, you really have to get into their minds in order for this to actually humiliate them. Because obviously, if someone's turned on by something like, say, golden showers, then that's not really humiliating to them. They're going to enjoy it. So some examples of humiliation include exercising naked, announcing every time they're horny and why, masturbate in front of willing guests, act like an object or a piece of furniture. The dom can write the infraction on their body with permanent marker. The dom can make them walk around with cum all over them like out in public. If the sub is a man, then the dom can make the sub dress in females clothes for the day. The dom may ask the sub to eat from a pet dish or an animal bowl. A dom may record their orgasms and set it as a ringtone or a message alert. A dom may write dirty things on their body like dirty slut or cum dumpster. And this can kind of overlap into the predicament bondage where a dom may write all those things on the sub's body and force the sub to stand in front of a window. Now to go to the other spectrum of punishment, you have the boring or mental side of it. So boring punishment is basically tedious and more psychological level punishments. So think pointless chores like refolding clothes, counting things, or even sitting in silence for a period of time. So some other examples are isolation, writing lines or copying passages from books, giving them a lecture on why they were bad. The sub could sit in a corner and think about what they've done. A sub may be forced to eat something super healthy and bland, like boiled mushy cauliflower, taking out trash and doing housework, no social media. 
uh, writing an apology to the dom and an early bedtime is another one. Fun punishments are also known as punishments. And these types of punishments are more playful and tend to be reserved for when a sub deliberately provokes their dom or when the dom is just in the mood to punish their sub. So they aren't really punishments because they because punishments aren't meant to be fun. So an example would be a little may enjoy being given an early bedtime or lines to write because she finds it relaxing and a pain slut may enjoy a hard caning and a slave may love ironing the master's shirts. So what's punishment to one may be a punishment to another. The last type of punishment is verbal punishment. So a verbal reprimand or scolding is great if you're in the daddy dom aspect of BDSM because typically verbal punishments are often enough. Littles thrive on praise. So knowing that their daddy dom isn't happy with them is enough to correct their behavior. So again, this is an age plays scenario. So think about when you were a kid or younger and you got scolded by your parents. So yes, in some cases, depending on how your parents were, you could have been spanked or, you know, hit with a belt or whatever the case was. But a lot of times just that look or that stern voice was enough to correct your behavior in a lot of cases. So it kind of goes hand in hand with this. So some of the more extreme types of punishment that I was reading about, I just found really interesting. They fall into all the categories that I had mentioned earlier. So diaper penalty is one. So that really falls into the humiliation aspect of it. Um, Electrical stimulation. So that's using different types of electro sex toys, which I've mentioned this website a million times, Extreme Restraints. This isn't an ad. I just love their website. They do have a lot of electro sex toys on there. So that's something that you can use. Another thing actually that they have on there too are sex machines. So that's something that can be used in different types of punishment. If you want someone to have multiple orgasms and they're restrained and they can't stop. A lot of the sex machines have ways to restrain the person and hold them down. So they're constantly feeling stimulation. Human furniture, I've always just found really interesting. Um, In some cases, you might have a sub be like a footstool or like a table and they have to sit in the same position while they have things on top of them like books or a drink or whatever the case is. You could also have them standing as like a coat rack or a towel holder or something. So basically when you're involved in the human furniture aspect of it, it goes with the humiliation because it's basically they're not there. You don't, you're not giving them any type of validation that they're there. They're an inanimate object in that moment. So that's something that could be really psychologically detrimental to people depending on their needs and wants. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. I hope you guys are still enjoying the fetish series. Don't forget to head over to Instagram, Dirty Blondes Pod. Click the link in my bio and you can go ahead and submit either questions or feedback or if you want to be a guest, fill out the questionnaire. There's also a link in there for Promescent, which is a brand that I'm going to be having the CEO, Jeff Abraham, on in a couple of weeks. And he sent me a bunch of the products. If you would like to try any of them, they're 15% off with the code DIRTY15. So definitely check them out. They have 
supplements, delay sprays, condoms, all different kinds of lubes. They have sex toys on there. So definitely check out their website. Use my code and you'll get 15% off. And I hope you guys have a great weekend and I'll talk to you next week. All right. Love you guys. Bye.